Hey, mamas. Welcome back. Welcome to the Moms Need Moms podcast. I'm your host, Joanne Camacho. I'm so happy to have you all here today. It is a Sunday. <clears throat> happy Sunday, fun day. And I'm taking the opportunity to do this podcast because I am home alone and haven't been home alone. And I can't even, I can't even tell you because I don't remember. Um, and when I mean by alone, I mean alone <laughs> because my mom is currently out of town and my son is with his father. This just fell perfectly this weekend, which happens to be his weekend. So I took the opportunity to enjoy this time because we need it. We need it, don't we? As moms, we need the time, even if it's just a few hours. But I've been lucky enough to be able to have a weekend to myself. So this is really great. So I thought, let me just get in here and do a quick, you know, uh, episode. It, it could very well be a mom blip, which is just a quickie. But I had I had this thought, um, and I started jotting down some notes. Uh, part of the reason why I have this podcast is because I felt like we as moms get so much pressure in in being good moms, and we also get mom shamed a lot. And I wanted this place to be a place where we don't have to feel that way, you know? Because guess what? We're not perfect. And okay, maybe to my four-year-old son, I'm a god, <laughs> right? I'm his safety, I'm his love, I'm his survival. I am perfect. But in reality, I am not, okay? I fail. I screw up all the time. I forget to do things. I, I, I have these moments of like where I black out on certain things that I'm like, I should have known that. How did I forget that? You know, I have those mom moments, right? We all do. And I'm just here to tell you that it's it's okay, right? It's okay that you have these moments. Don't let anybody judge you, okay? Because I'm sure whoever's judging you can probably look to a time when they themselves had these types of moments, okay? So I kind of just wanted to come in here and be real with you because I had a recent mom moment it wasn't anything, you know, well, I don't think it was like hurtful in any way or anything like that, but it was just like, it, it kind of sparked this, this uh, episode because I'm like, oh my God, how many of these have I had? If I really sat down and wrote down all the times where I felt like the worst mom ever. And so I'm coming here to be real with you so I can share it with you in case there's a mom out there who's having a moment and feels like crap and feels like the worst mother, feels like she's not doing enough for her children. I'm here to tell you, you are, trust me, you are doing everything and more, probably more than you'll ever know. Okay. So here I am. I have a couple of, there's actually one, two, three, four, five, five. There's just five, <laughs> five of the well, I feel they're the worst mom moments. I'm I'm sure I'll probably have more of them. <laughs> but as of now, here are some of my worst mom moments. Uh, okay, we all know how important it is to teach our kids, you know, to have structure and to have a routine, especially with kids on the spectrum, because they do very well. They do better when they're on a schedule, you know, with routines like 
my son, right? And everything takes time and practice and incredible patience. So I've been doing this teeth brushing routine, right? In the morning and at night, we brush our teeth in the morning, we brush our teeth at night. My son doesn't always brush his teeth when I do it. But I try to at least let him see that I'm doing it. So he knows that, uh oh, it's time to brush your teeth. And I try to make it fun. I'll play some music. And I got him this really cool toothbrush that's kind of like a silicone toothbrush. So it's very gentle on his teeth and his gums. And he's been doing great. You know, he 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 knows when to brush his teeth. Sometimes I have to fight with him. But lately, um, he's been giving me a lot of difficulty with brushing his teeth in the morning. And it's not so much that, you know, I have to, I have to follow him around and chase him sometimes and try to get him to brush his teeth. It's literally like, as soon as I say, puppy, we got to brush our teeth. He starts crying, crying like a fit, like, Oh my God. And what am I going to do? You know, I, I don't want to force it on him because I don't want him to associate that fear or whatever he's feeling with brushing his teeth, you know, especially because he does it with no problem most of the time at night. It's just for some reason in the morning, he doesn't brush his teeth. So it's been happening for quite some time now. And I have to tell you that I just like threw my hands up in the air and just said, you know what, go to school with your stinky breath. You are going to be that freaking kid that has the bad breath. What am I going to do? I mean, he's four. He goes to pre-K, you know, the, there's other kids around him. And, and, you know, so far, nobody has sent me any kind of complaints about it. But to me, I'm like, oh, God, you know, I, I have to figure this out. We have to do something because I can't, he can't be that kid. He can't be the kid that stinks. I mean, I don't know. But that's a mom moment for me. And we're we're figuring it out, okay? I, I think I'm finding a way to try to get him to brush his teeth in the morning, which, which it, it worked on Friday, but it hadn't been that way for a long time. I'm talking like about a month now. <laughs> so I'm guilty. I'm sorry. Judge me all you want. I have been sending my kids to school without brushing his teeth. Okay. That's number one. Um, oh, this was, this was one that happened to me and my mom, but you know, mostly to me, I think it happened a few times. So my son is still in diapers. Okay. We are struggling with the potty training. It's, it's taking a lot longer than we thought. There have been regressions and setbacks. You know, he was doing amazing before and now it's, it's becoming a chore to get him just to sit on the, on the potty and whatnot. So he's still in diapers and I, I do his laundry every week. I, this kid gets his clothes washed more than I do my own. And I do it every week because, you know, he, he wears, he wears his clothes to school every day. And I just want him to always have fresh clothes, fresh sheets and his favorite blankie that he drags all over the house. So of course I'm going to be washing that every week. So I didn't notice it the other day, but I, I have a hamper where I throw all his stuff in there and I threw the clothes. I, what I do is I just grab the, the hamper and throw all the laundry in, in the, in the machine. And the machine is done, right? It beeps when it's done and I hear it and I go, go to um, take out the clothes. And I noticed that there was this white stuff, like cottony, gooey stuff 
all over my machine, all over my, all over the clothes. And I was like, oh my God, this is so, what the hell happened? Did, was there something in the pockets that I didn't know about? Did we leave something in there? Turns out that there was a diaper in the hamper with the clothes that I didn't realize. And not only was it a diaper, but it was a dirty diaper. <laughs> not number two, thank God, but it was number one. Okay. It was a PB diaper and I had left it in the hamper, didn't check. And it must have exploded because I don't know if you know this, but when you put regular diapers in water, uh-uh, they do not mix. Do not put a regular diaper in water because that, that thing will just explode and you'll have white stuff all over the place. And it's very hard to, to get off, to get out. And my son is allergic to that stuff. He's very sensitive on his skin because he's gotten it on his skin before. And ugh, it's just, it's just terrible. And it was terrible because not only was the diaper dirty and I washed the clothes and the filthy diaper stuff, but there was white stuff all over. I had to, I had to, I had to like take all that crap out and redo the laundry. Oh my God. It was like, seriously, the most stupidest thing I ever did. And now I make it a habit of checking the clothes in the lawn, in the hamper before I throw them in the washing machine. I do that with my own stuff too. Now, not that I'll find a dirty diaper in my laundry, but you never know. And to this day, I don't know how it got there. Let's just say that uh, one of us must have forgotten it. I, I have no idea. <laughs> or maybe my son threw his dirty diaper in there. Who the heck knows? But yeah, bad, bad mom moment. Number three, <laughs> this one is really gross. And again, judge me all you want, but I know, I know some of y'all have done some crazy shit. <laughs> Pardon my French. So... My son, um, uh, what happens when he falls asleep is I, I have him fall asleep. We're, we're working on that too. He sleeps in his own bed, but he falls asleep with me in my bed. And then I carry him to his bed. But that's becoming more and more difficult as he's growing, obviously. I mean, he just had his annual checkup and that kid is like 41 pounds. Yeah. And even for me that I, I work out, <laughs> he's a big kid. So I take him to his bed. Now... One time, this one time, I took him to his bed after he had fallen asleep, and I noticed that his diaper was heavy, and I I forgot to have him go to potty before he went to sleep. I didn't change it. So my son, when he falls asleep, he falls asleep, man. That kid won't wake up. So I figured I'm going to take him to his bed, and I'm going to change his diaper right there in the bed. It was dark, right, because he only has a little nightlight. I changed his diaper, papa, and went to sleep. In the morning when it was time for him to go to wake up to go to school, I go to check on him and I noticed a little like a, a Tootsie roll, <laughs> if you want to call it that, on the bed next to him. Okay, but it's it's not mushy or anything. It's just a straight up little log. I don't know, it's disgusting. Okay, I had Hadn't realized that the night before when I changed my son's diaper in the dark, I didn't realize that he had pooped a little and some of the poop must have rolled out of the diaper and fallen on his bed. So my son slept all night with a freaking piece of poop on his bed. Okay. And I don't know how, but he somehow missed it throughout the night because my son tends to roll around in the bed a lot and move around a lot, but 
he must have been in such a deep sleep that he was able to avoid smushing the poop. Otherwise, it would have been poop all over the place. Oh, my God. I freaked out. I was like, oh, God, it was so disgusting. <laughs> I right away washed the sheets and just I, I was going to actually burn the sheets. I was going to throw them away, but I said no. So, yeah, that was that was pretty terrible. That was that was just awful. I mean, I can't even believe that it's it's gross. So now I make it a point of we're doing potty before you go to sleep. And if not, I'm making sure I'm changing your diaper with all the lights on anyway. <laughs> This one is kind of like an emotional um, worst mom moment. Um, for some of you who know about these things, when you have kids with special needs or on the spectrum, there comes a time where you have to do a lot of tests, a lot of testing. And a lot of times these doctors will ask for you know lab work. Now, I don't like having my blood drawn. I, I hate doing the whole thing, but you got to do what you got to do. But trying to get a four-year-old to do that, <laughs> trying to get a four-year-old to sit still and have them draw blood is probably not an easy thing. I mean, I know just in taking my son to his doctor, you know, and even though he did much better this time, it, it was still difficult. You know, when once you start poking at them and, and you give them their shots, they just freak out. So there was this lab work that my son has has to get, you know, we went to see a, um, a uh, genetics doctor, uh, at his last appointment with his pediatric neurologist, um, which went well, she was very pleased with his progress, but she had also told me that, look, we should rule everything out, make sure there's nothing else going on in his brain. And the way to do that is to have him do all this genetic testing. But a lot of times the testing is blood work and, and, and other kinds of things that they have to do. But what she did tell me was we can do a saliva test with him. They, they, are, they are available now. This way he doesn't have to do that whole brain MRI thing, you know, because there's no way my kid's going to sit still for that. So she told me, I'm going to send you to this genetics doctor and he will examine him and recommend the lab work. And we went to see him. The appointment was great. He didn't do much of the poking or anything. He just wanted to kind of observe Logan and make his recommendations for the various DNA genetics testing that he had to do. And some of that was blood work, drawing the blood work. And let me tell you, like the anxiety that I get when I know I have to take my son to a doctor, especially a doctor that I know is going to be giving him all these tests and everything just freaked me out. And, and I had so much anxiety about it that I kept postponing the appointment, you know, and we just to give you an idea, we saw this doctor earlier this year, I, I want to say it was sometime in April, and we're now in October. And I just recently, <laughs> finally made the appointment for the lab work. Matter of fact, no, I know it was a, it was more than few months ago, because when we went to this genetics doctor, he said, I'm going to recommend this lab work and you need to come back in three months so we can go over the results. <laughs> I had to reschedule that appointment with him, with him because I haven't done the lab work yet. So I know terrible, right? And, and it's me, it's not my son. This is something that my son needs. And this is something that a lot of us moms have to come up against, right? We have to get over all that 
crap and all the fears because it's not about us. It's about our kids. And I know everything is going to be fine, but at least I'll definitely know I'll have the definitive proof in front of me once I do all this lab work. And it's going to be so quick, one, two, three, and then we're done. So I finally got around to making the appointment, but you see all the procrastinating and, and that I was doing these past few months, postponing it just not for anything, but just because of me, because I didn't want to have to deal with that. I know a lot of you go through that and, and it's okay. Don't feel bad and don't feel guilty because you're human and you have so much that you have to deal with. And this is just some other thing that you have to deal with. And so you start bargaining and saying, well, what needs priority right now? This needs my attention more than this right now. So you know what? We can leave that in the back burner for now, but, but you have to do it. Okay. Eventually you have to woman up and, and get, get shit done. Just do it. Just, just make the appointment and do it. And that's exactly what I did. And he scheduled for the lab work and hopefully everything will be fine. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. That one, that one kind of hit me. Now, this one is something that <laughs> I've actually have, have happened before, not, not so much this way, but it's something that I, I'm terrible with. So we recently had the uh, Columbus Day holiday, and I work for a bank. So we get all the bank holidays, including the Columbus Day. And for some reason, I don't know why, I was so convinced that my son didn't have school on Columbus Day. I don't know where I saw it. I thought I saw it on a calendar somewhere. I was like, well, you know what? It's going to be cool because I'm going to be home and I'm going to actually get to hang out with my kid. Had this whole day plan of just relaxing and, and having a good time. Matter of fact, I think even um, it was since it was a long weekend, I even had suggested to his father if he wanted to take him a day because I figured I had an extra day with him. So what, you know, and then I can have my own time. <laughs> I had it all planned out, right? Didn't work that way. So he doesn't go to school on Monday because, you know, it's the Columbus Day holiday. All the schools are closed, right? Mm -mm. We take him to school on Tuesday and the teacher's like, oh, hey, Logan. Um, mommy, how come he didn't come to school yesterday? <laughs> he missed school. Guess what? They did have school. Oh my God. So she was like, no, no, no. She's like, it's completely understandable. I know all the schools were closed. We were one of the few that were opened. Hello. I even had the freaking calendar taped up in my kitchen and I completely missed it. My son had school that day and he didn't go because mommy thought he was off. So he got a free day. Woohoo! But they got the school was so cool about it. She's like, no, no, don't worry. I'll just, I'll just say he was sick or something. And and we'll be fine. <laughs> but I have been studying the calendar and making sure I don't do that because that that happened to me once too, but not with school with a doctor's appointment. He had a doctor's appointment and I so thought it was on this particular date and time. And when we get there, the nurse is like, I don't have him here. You know, his appointment is actually next week. And oh man, it was terrible because the emotional burden <laughs> that I have to endure whenever I have to take my son to the doctor and then getting there and being told, oh, it's not today, it's next week. Oh, great. So I'll have to deal with this again next week. So yeah. Anyway, these were probably my worst mom moments. And whether or not you think they were bad, or maybe you don't think they're as bad, maybe you have some that you think are worse. <laughs> 
I'm here to tell you that it's perfectly normal. Do what you got to do. Deal with it in any way possible. Listen, at the end of the day, no one gets a manual on how to be a great and perfect mom. No one is told that you might go through postpartum depression afterwards. No one tells you that your life, well, actually, they may tell you your life completely, completely changes, but no matter how much they tell you, you have no idea how much it's going to change because it's different for everybody. And as a mom, I think naturally we have it inside us to figure shit out. We just do. I, I can't explain to you how, but we just do. Okay. And sometimes these things are going to happen, but you got to remember that you have so much more on your plate and you've done so much more for these babies, for these little humans that just trumps any other mom moment you've ever had, any bad mom moment. So don't be so hard on yourself because you're human and it's going to happen. And let me tell you, I'm going to be honest with you. They're going to keep happening probably for the rest of your life. Okay. So you take it in stride and know that you're not alone because, hey, I just gave you five of my worst mom moments and I'm pretty sure I got more in the back burner and I got more ahead. <laughs> okay. Ahead of, uh, you know, schedule that there, there's more to come. I'm sure about it. But anyway, I just wanted to drop in here and share this quick clip with you because I just missed you guys. And I just wanted to say hi. And I want you to know that I'm here for you. But if you guys do have any other mom moments, let me hear them. I, I'm curious. Send me an email. You know, you got me on social media. Send me a DM or tag, you know, a quick message. Um, I would love to hear more about your worst mom moments. Okay. We can, we can laugh together. Anyway, all the information to my context is in the show notes. If you like this quick blip, please share it with another mom. Have a drink <laughs> about over it. Have some coffee over it. Laugh, laugh at my expense. Totally okay with that. Anyway, I hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Take care of you and I will talk to you soon. Bye.